Welcome to Just Thinking with hosts Dara Harrison and Virgil Walker, bringing you week-to-week cultural apologetics as well as social issues from a biblical worldview. This is Just Thinking. Let's think. We're back. It's another edition of the Just Thinking Podcast. I am Virgil Walker. And I am Daryl Harrison. What up, Omaha? <laughs> What's going on, my man? How you doing this, this evening? You, you never know what salutation. I never know. That's why you, you, you noticed the pause, right? I, I saw that. I, 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 heard, I heard that. I noticed that. You noticed the, the hesitation. Yeah, so we got to keep it fresh, though, man. We got to keep it fresh from the jump, right? From right. beginning to end to of end, the Just Thinking yeah. podcast. So you just never know what I'm gonna hit you with. You no, never know. I don't. I don't. So I'm, like, I'm, like I'm we kinda... like we say, all, we remind our listeners all the time. None of this is scripted, folks. It's not scripted. None of it. No, no. Virgil it's, has it's, no idea. I I absolutely have no idea, and I say it every time. The difference is, I sound like I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference bro that's the difference well man so we're doing a little uh i won't call this necessarily a special episode but it's gonna be a little different mm-hmm. uh you, you know we're, we're recording this like we do all of our episodes we record on monday evenings at eight o'clock eastern so if any of you uh who are listening to us are uh followers of the podcast your regular listeners or this might be your first time you want to make a note of Monday evenings at eight o'clock Eastern time. We really would appreciate your prayers mm. for that hour. That's when uh Virgin and I press record and we just kind of do our thing here on the just thinking podcast. But this was a little bit different. We uh, are coming up a couple days before the 4th of July holiday. Yeah. And uh 4th of July happens to be my mom's birthday. Oh, Earth. wow. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So happy birthday, mom. That's great. Uh, man. Love you. Happy birthday to you. And uh, so, yeah, so this is going to air on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with the 4th of July, uh, it's our nation's uh, birthday. Mm-hmm. This is uh, 2018. So this is what, uh, 242, mm-hmm. the uh, 242nd anniversary of the good old United States of America. Yep. And, uh, you know, people like to relax, have fun. Yeah. A lot of barbecue being eaten. Uh, a lot of folks in the swimming pool. They're driving mm-hmm. to the beach, mm-hmm. uh, playing volleyball. They're having family reunions, uh, doing the electric slide. You know, who knows? <laughs> Get your electric slide in. <laughs> who knows what every who, who knows what folks have going on? But uh, whatever you have going on, please be careful. Mm-hmm. Please be judicious if you're, especially if you're consuming alcohol. Uh, mm-hmm. Please be careful with that. Get a designated driver, and uh, you know, just have fun, but be safe. Absolutely. But uh, but yeah, given this time of year, you know, we're we're approaching the middle of summer. We thought we'd do something a little different, a little bit more lighthearted mm-hmm. than uh, what we normally tackle on the pro on the man, podcast. We've been, we've been tackling some topics, man. It's been. This has been it's, it's been crazy. Man, you said it. This is episode 35. Mm-hmm. And man, I mean, every week, uh, we pretty much tackle some very substantive topics and issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing you can say about the uh, Just Thinking podcast is we ain't scared. No. We ain't scared. 
know, okay. We are not scared to tackle. Now, half half of our listeners followed you. The other half are like, "What did he just say?" (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dear, I think he meant scared. I think uh, maybe that's Atlantic for maybe that's Atlantic (laughs) Atlantic. for scared. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they say it in Atlanta, you know. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy we got what 50 more minutes of this oh my god hang on listeners. <laughs> hang in there with in Atlanta. so uh so we thought we kind of make it a little more lighthearted uh today mm-hmm. i mean we've dealt with uh immigration we've dealt with abortion yeah we've dealt with the uh uh erlc mlk 50 yeah the beyonce mass uh, wow. I mean, we've really tackled some topics and all in an effort to help our listeners hopefully be edified by the fact that there's no issue or topic that we face anywhere in the world today that is not addressed in the gospel, Amen. in the word of God. So that's bottom line. So, uh, but this episode, we thought it would be cool to, to kind of let you, uh, uh, let you kind of into our lives a little bit, uh, so that you, you come to know a little bit more about who we are, because mm-hmm. uh, we, we've got some faithful listeners out there, but I'm sure we've got some first time listeners, some new listeners. And we thought it'd be really cool if, if you know, in case someone's out there wondering, like, who, who the heck are these guys? And yeah, who are these like, guys? Who are these guys anyway? Where they come from? It's like all of a sudden this podcast just, you know, appeared out of nowhere. Right. Uh, but but who are these guys? Uh, whether you agree with us or not, uh, you know, that's, that's beside the point, but we thought it'd be kind of cool here for Virgil and I to have sort of a back and law, back and forth dialogue with each other. Right. Uh, and I think this, this will be extra cool verse, given the fact that you and I have never met in person. Right. So this sort of exercise that we're going to go through in this episode, is going to be beneficial for just the two of us as brothers. Right. Just absolutely. finding out more about each other that we don't know. Absolutely. Uh, we've never met in person. We've been doing this now for about close to seven months. Wow. Like I said, this episode 35 went by fast in the verge. It, it's gone by fast. And to think that, you know, we're we're seven months in, in some ways, man, it, it doesn't feel that long. Right. Uh, in, in, in other aspects, it feels like we've been doing this for a long time and all of that. I mean, in a in the in the most positive of, of ways, it's been a it's been a wild ride it's been amazing to see the response of uh, of the listeners and those who who uh, are have been enjoying the show have been shouting out the show and uh man it's been that part has been absolutely uh amazing to to witness and so i've been it's been a it's been a fun ride riding along with you as you're in the driver's seat and uh uh man i'm i'm just just kind of glad to be a part of it uh it, it, always good to to connect with you on on the monday nights when we do get a chance to talk and uh i i wrote down some of my questions i thought man here's some things i kind of i kind of want to know about daryl and then i had a couple of questions i thought what would the listeners want to know and i tried to add some of that to it so i, I did a little bit little bit of both and I'm hoping that that those who who listen will be edified by the process. So, yeah. So, so I appreciate that, Omaha. So, so, verse kind of just alluded to how this is going to work. So, what we thought we'd do is we come up with five questions. We we may get an opportunity to ask more. Mm-hmm. We came up with five questions that we would ask each other. So, verse has five questions for me. I've got five questions from for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we like verse said. We kind of try to put our listener hat on. Uh, and say, man, if I'm listening to the show, what would I be curious about, uh, want to know about Omaha? 
what, what would I be curious about, want to know about uh, Daryl? Uh, so that's kind of how we're going to do this tonight. It's going to be really informal. We're just going to kind of wing it and uh, have fun. But before we dive into this, I do want to say, especially to our new listeners, that if you're on social media, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow the podcast at podcast underscore just. That's podcast underscore and then the word J-U-S-T. That's our uh, Twitter handle for the Just Thinking Podcast. Uh, You can follow me at D underscore B as in boy underscore Harrison. Uh, That's where you can find me on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And Virg, they can find you at Virgil Walker MBA. Mm -hmm. Right? So you can find Omaha at Virgil Walker MBA. That's and man, matter of fact, speaking of Twitter, Virg, your your Twitter followers have been exploding here lately, brother. That's that's your fault. Well, <laughs> listen, I think I, I again, I've never, I, I was not on Twitter. I, I I got on Twitter mainly to follow my favorite college football team, uh, and I think I think I started out with maybe four hundred followers. Uh, when you and I met, and I I, I just reached over a thousand. I'm I, I can't believe it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! Like, I, and I, I hardly ever even post anything on there. So I'm just kind of shocked yeah. at at the growth and and all that. And I'm I'm starting to get up to speed. And and again, I I recognize a thousand followers is not that big a deal, but uh, it's it's impressive to me to see what what God has done with that little platform. And I'm having yeah. fun with it, and uh, it's been good. I happen to have glanced at your Twitter page. Uh, what's today? Monday, maybe last Wednesday or so. Mm-hmm. I think you had about a little over twelve hundred followers. Mm-hmm. And as I look at it right now, man, you're over fourteen hundred. Wow, you're you're over fourteen hundred followers right now on Twitter, man. That's crazy. So, that's, all, that's all your so folks, fault, man. You know, I blame you. Well, you know, fault, fault, and Daryl kind of go together lately. These <laughs> days, <laughs> I'm, I'm always being blamed for something on social media, man. <laughs> <laughs> playing for something but uh so yeah go out and follow virgil if you're on twitter go out and follow virgil at, at virgil walker mba uh you can follow me at d underscore b underscore harrison mm-hmm. and then the podcast at, at podcast underscore just yeah, all right Virg, let's dive into this man you kind of uh you kind of i'm gonna go ahead and, and take the first question man because when you uh, were explaining a second ago that you uh basically got on twitter to follow your favorite sports team yeah uh, that's gonna be one of that's one of my questions for you, man. Do you have a favorite sport? Yeah, and then along with that, do, who's your favorite sports team? Yeah, yeah. Well, favorite sport and favorite sports team. My favorite sport and sports team kind of go go hand in hand because I am from originally. I know I know I'm known. This is gonna bust the whole thing, right? I'm I'm known as Omaha, right, on the right. show, but I'm originally from Oklahoma, and uh, I, I'm I'm a kind of sooner born, sooner bred. And I've uh, been there long enough to call it home. Actually, to truth be told, let me let me go ahead and, and just full disclosure. I was born in upstate New York. I don't know if you knew this about me. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was born in upstate New York, Utica, New York. I was born there. Yep. Uh, and about, gosh, we moved there about the age of maybe 10 or 11. My family moved to Oklahoma. So I got to Oklahoma. I got to God's country as soon as I could. And uh, lived there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, went to high school there, uh, and then was, was there for, for quite some time. I did college uh, in Searcy, Arkansas at Harding University. 
uh, Church of Christ College there and then spent uh, most of my time there in Oklahoma City with my wife and and family growing up. So we we were I, I got to Oklahoma as soon as I could and then went back there as soon as I could. Uh, and and all the sports revolved around football again. And it was because of where we were. It was all college football. And so I really right. enjoyed uh, OU football as a big OU football fan. I was watching from the days of Bosworth and, 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 you know, number 44 and all yep. of that until, you know, until recent. So been a, been a big OU college football fan for quite some time. Love, love the game, love the sport, love watching it. So it's, it's good. And here I'm now I'm in, now I'm in, I'm in Nebraska. Uh, where it's 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 all Huskers, and I've never seen anything like this. This is this is crazy. Uh, the, the Sooner State is just you know they they're divided. You got OU, you got OSU, you got Tulsa University. Mm-hmm. Here in Nebraska, they've just got one team, and so right. the whole state is just crazy. And so it's yeah. you know they're all for that one team. So I kind of stick out like a sore thumb with all of my Sooner gear, but you know I I don't mind you know being a little different. So it's all good. Have you ever had your car? egged or anything like <laughs> scratched with a key along the side right 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 anything like right. that happens no, to you man no no i get i get pretty i get you know dirty looks on game days you know at right. church you know folks the folks don't want to look at you crazy the thing was it was worse because ou and nebraska were used to be big 12 you know together yep. And then Nebraska left and went to the Big Ten. So it's not as bad. But here, here's the thing. They, they are – I think they're scheduled to play like 2020 or something like that. So everybody's, you know, trying to act all swole like they're going to do something here in a couple of years. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I mean, y'all, y'all – you, ju- you just got, you know, Scott Frost. Y'all just got somebody back. And let's, let's give you a couple of years to get, you, get your feet underneath yeah. you before you get all swole. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> swole means proud. Uh, for the yeah, listeners, right. <laughs> we don't we don't have we don't have our theologian hats on tonight. Yeah, so have, I'm just you know just we don't have, you know, I don't have my I don't have my hood concordance with me right at the moment. So <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, I guess, man, out there in Nebraska, since they do have just the one team, and I bet they're chomping at the bit now just oh, for the season bro. to start. I mean, oh, you know, bro, now we're into July. And you can mm-hmm. kind of see, you know, you can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel with uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the start of the season here. Uh, you can literally say now the season starts next month. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, they're they're really they're really excited, and uh, er, you know everybody's excited. I'm I'm excited for them. I mean, it's a it's one of those things that you know when when the team does well, the whole whole state you feel it in the, in the whole state. When the team doesn't do well, you feel it in the whole state. And so it's it's one of those kinds of things kinds of experiences and so I, I i want them to do well i i i enjoy watching them play and and experiencing that as long as they're not as long as they're not playing my sooners you know it's all good so i hear you man i hear yeah. you I, I i got i got something for you man let me all let right, me man, hit you go. with this let, let me hit you with this first one i think most of our listeners would be su- kind of surprised to know that you're you're not a pastor and, and at least to my knowledge uh you're you, you're not on full-time staff or anything right. like that at a at a church. And so I'm just curious, and, and this, this was kind of personal for me, like not, you, I don't need to know where you work, but like, what do you do for a living? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I think we did an episode recently, Verge. I, th- I don't know if we recorded that part or not. It was part of our sort of pre-recording sort of uh, uh, 
banter back and forth, but I was asking mm-hmm. you, I said, man, first, do you have a day job? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you're, you're always doing ministry, man. You always right. got your hand in some kind of ministry. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, on my day job to keep the, keep the mortgage paid and, and keep food on the table. Um, my functional title is I am a six Sigma black belt, uh, where I work. So what uh, folks who are out there who may be familiar with mm-hmm. that, with, uh, what six, six Sigma is, is a, a process, uh, engineering methodology, a process improvement methodology. So I'm a process improvement, uh, consultant slash project manager, mm-hmm. uh, during the day. Uh, gotcha. uh, so, uh, yeah, so I work for state government, uh, and, uh, it's, a it's a it's a great job. I've been in this particular job uh for uh close to four years now. But prior to that, I was in the banking and finance industry for several years with a, a global uh bank. Uh and uh I've done some consulting, some uh, banking and financial consulting um as well. But uh but yeah, so uh the, the role I'm in right now is uh, I manage a team of uh, eight people mm-hmm. uh, and we look at uh, uh, within the agency where I work, we, do, we look at opportunities to improve some of the processes. And like I said, we work for state government. So we're always looking to uh, become more efficient and return a benefit back to the taxpayers of the state of Georgia. So, so yeah, so that's what I do um, during the day. Uh, wow. That's correct. I'm not a pastor. Uh, I don't know that necessarily that that's my calling. Uh, I am an expository Bible teacher, though. I am mm-hmm. uh, one of the rotating. Uh, I'm on a rotation of uh, Sunday school teachers at my local church. Wow. Uh, I attend uh, Rockdale Community Church. Mm-hmm. It's a small Reformed Baptist congregation that's uh, located in the east side of Atlanta in a city called Conyers, uh, Georgia. I've been there for a little over three years. Um, and if I were to be on staff at a church, it would probably be in a teaching role, mm-hmm. uh, not a pastoral role. I love to teach. Mm-hmm. I love to exposit the scriptures and yeah. teach yeah, that's the word obvious. of God. So, yeah. uh, you know, my, my, my calling is not to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, if an opportunity, uh, came about where somebody needed to maybe want to reach out to me to, to take on maybe a, uh, a teaching uh, role or maybe even step in as a guest uh, pastor. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I would yeah, I wouldn't be averse to that. Like, a, but, like, like a feeling, fill like a fill in for the weekend, like a pastor, exactly. pastor Phil or something like that. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. No problem with that at all. But as a, as a ministry calling in on a full-time basis, I don't mm-hmm. see myself uh, being a pastor, uh, but I love to exposit and teach the word. I love to uh, just unpack the word verse by verse um and uh so yeah so th- so that's kind of that's kind of th- that's kind of me yeah during the, during the day during the week got it got, let me ask you something just off of that and I, and I know this this is not not scripted but i'm just i'm curious as well since since you you you're doing work in another area but you went you you're getting theologically educated right you you did you did uh a princeton theological seminary you did biblical studies there uh, you did. You're you're also kind of, if I remember correctly, you correct me if I'm wrong. I, I think you're doing biblical counseling training, or you're certified. Right. You, you tell you tell me on that piece. It kind of kind of educate both me and the listener as well about about what what prompted you to get theologically educated and trained in that vein. If if not for for ministry opportunities, what what were your thoughts there? 
Yeah, that's a good question, uh, Omaha, because to tell you the truth, there was no formal, you know, everything's by God's providential design. But from my own vantage point, there was no formal or orchestrated design behind this. Um, so I did undergrad at Liberty. And um, to be honest with you, I went through what got me to Liberty. And when I was at Liberty, I majored in uh, psychology with a specialization in Christian counseling. What got me to Liberty was a very uh, harmful personal situation that I had just come out of a uh, relationship that I just come out of. And uh, it, it was a situation that caused, caused me much harm uh, because there was unrepentant sin in the, uh, in the relationship, which was a marriage. Uh, there was unrepentant sin in that marriage. And the Lord just burdened my heart to help people understand that when you're in a marriage, you do not have to hurt your spouse. <laughs> I know this sounds simple, right? but when, you, when you've gone through what I went through, you, you, you just stop and think to yourself, why would anyone just deliberately do that to someone? Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, the Lord burdened my heart at that moment to say, hey, I want to help other people not do that. Wow. <laughs> Wow. It's really that simple. So, mm-hmm. so I rolled at Liberty, <clears throat> started taking uh, courses uh, for counseling and uh, psychology and things of that nature, Christian counseling. But currently, uh, what I did, I left Liberty to take advantage to go take advantage of an opportunity to go up to Princeton. So now, where I am is what you touched on earlier. I am in phase two of the three phase certification process with the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors mm-hmm. to become certified as a biblical counselor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is something I'm very, very passionate about. Uh, it's interesting you bring that question up, Verge, because as we record this episode, I have just finished my latest blog article, which is on forgiveness. Mm. Uh, it's going to be published uh, today's Monday. I'll probably put it out tomorrow, if not tonight. Okay. Uh, so if, if you're listening and you want to go check it out, uh, you can get to my blog at justthinking.me. That's justthinking.me. Mm-hmm. I've titled the blog, What If I Stumble? Mm. What If I Stumble? That's the title of the blog article. And I based it on a song that I used to really uh, enjoy listening to back in the 90s. It's by the band DC Talk. <clears throat> TC Talk had an album that came out in 1995 called Jesus Freak. Mm-hmm. It's probably the album that put them on the map mm-hmm. uh, from a Christian music, Christian artist standpoint. But they had a song on there called What If I Stumble? Mm-hmm. And the theme of the song, uh, it, the song is addressing uh, forgiveness for those of us who, who may stumble and fall along the way, as we all do. Mm-hmm. Uh but the chorus of the song is, 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 is something that really strikes home. The chorus goes like this. It's, 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 what if I stumble? What if I fall? What if I lose my step and I make fools of us all? Will the love continue when, they, when my walk becomes a crawl? What if I stumble? What if I fall? And that song has been really on my mind for the past two weeks. And the Lord just burdened me. That, Man, I think I'm going to write something about that because, uh, 
when it comes to forgiveness, that's something that, you know, I have experienced it. We all have experience, but alluding back to this, the story that I was touching on a second ago about how I ended up going to Liberty mm-hmm. and, and focusing on a counseling uh, pursuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took me over two years to forgive that person. Wow. It took me over two years to genuinely and legitimately forgive that person for what mm-hmm. she did to me. Wow. Uh, so, uh, I was just mentioning to my wife the other day, as I was writing the blog article, whenever I write something, she proofreads it. My wife, Melissa, mm-hmm. she proofreads it. I let her read it first mm-hmm. to see if it makes sense to her. If the, if the flow seems logical things, if right. she's getting the points that I'm trying to make, mm-hmm. uh, as a matter of fact, as, as we record, she's reading this one right now. Uh, but I was mentioning to her just yesterday that, uh, how easy it is to write about something when you've been through it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, blogging, blogging is not easy. No. Uh, it, you know, when, when you're, when you're trying to be truthful to the word of God, uh, to rightly divide the word of truth, uh, on topics and issues that you hope will be edifying to folks. Uh, it's not always easy to do. It can take me sometimes weeks, uh, to write a piece, but this mm-hmm. one here that's coming out, uh, tomorrow, what, what, what if I stumble? Mm-hmm. Um, I hammered this one out in two days. Wow. Uh, because when you've experienced something and you know yeah. what you know, what, what we say back in the, back in the old black church first, you, when you know that, you know, that, you know, yeah. Yeah. Your fingers hit the keyboard and they, they just won't slow down. Yeah. It's flying. You know, so see, that, that's a, that's a, that's a long way of answering the question that you asked, but, no, it's good to know, that. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just curious about that. And I think I think it's one for me, and then two, I think the listeners would be be curious to know that as well. Just kind of just kind of your journey, kind of through that through that whole whole process. And again, it, it started off just kind of asking what you know what what do you, what do you do for 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 the day job? And then I, when when I think about what you said about your day job and that you're not looking to be a pastor or, or to do that in a full-time capacity that you do enjoy the teaching and that you are using your gifts and talents that you do so well from an expository teaching standpoint for the church, for the purpose of the advance of the kingdom, proclamation of the gospel, all of those things are, are right. <clears throat> you would think again, with someone as gifted as you are uh, in that space uh, that maybe there was, there were some pastoral aspirations. So when I thought about your, your, just your resume, your education, I just wondered what was back there. So that's, that's kind of what, what took me down that, that line of, that line of thinking. So I appreciate you a sharing with me and then two for, for, for the benefit of, of the listeners as well. So what, yeah, what do you got for me? What do you got for me, man? Very personal experience. that got me on that road. Okay. Verge, here you go. What's your favorite band? <laughs> <laughs> uh, band. I bro. That- <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have one. Bro. Listen, one thing I want the listeners to come away with from listening to this episode is to understand that these, these brothers are just real people. Yeah, man. They're yeah, just real man. people. We are not some ivory tower. Um, you know, I don't have a bunch of letters after my last name. I'm just, yeah. we're just real brothers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're real people. Uh, so I know you have got to have a favorite band. Well, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. I have to, if I, if I do bands, it's been such a long time since I've listened to music. Like I, I got to kind of go back a ways. Like I have to go back to like the nineties, bruh. Go back then, man. Go back and, as far as you got to go. 
<laughs> first, this is your show. You can go back as far I, as you want to go. I got, I got, I got to go back to, I got to go back to, to you know, to the, to the boys to men days, the Bell Biv DeVoe days. I got, I got to go back to, to some, some okay, of those. To, okay. I, I'll even go to the one twelve days. I go, okay. you know, I. Okay. I got, I got th- th- those kind of boy bands that were, you know, that were. Kind were you of in a, awesome. Were you in a group? Were you in no, a singing group? No, man. I, I, okay, I, I'm just listen, saying. I can't. I can't. I couldn't. <laughs> I can't carry a note if you put it in a pail and handed it to me, man. <laughs> now, now, my wife, on the other hand, she Holy she man. can sing. My wife can, can blow. She can sing. Oh, bro, she can sing. Right. She can sing. Now, Bro, we, we we were we were in the black church, Pentecostal churches. They just hand her a microphone and tell her to go. You know, and, and you know that's how they that's how they do in the black church, though, bro. bro. And that you you know you had church. You just hand her the microphone. Yep. Just hand her the mic. And you had just church. say here, yes. here. Yes, she she would do a little exhortation, and she would do her thing, and she would go. In fact, here's the crazy part, man. When I met her. I knew. See, this was this. This will tell you how far back we were, right? We was. I was so egalitarian on this tip. I'm thinking, well, I can, I can see her as a pastor. I'm, I'm gonna be a pastor's husband. You know, wow. crazy nonsense, right? Wow. Yeah. That's where I was. I was like, she'll, yeah. she'll be, she'll be the evangelist, and I'll be, I'll uh-huh. be, you know, I'll be her armor bearer. Uh-huh. Uh, oh goodness, <laughs> Verge, really, <laughs> really, Verge, armor bearer. Oh my God. That was the nineties. That was the nineties. That man. was the nineties. Yeah, but no, but no. To answer your question, I, those were oh, those were. I was a big. I came. I came. I mean, I, oh, I'm. Man. I don't. I don't know how old you are. Even I'm. I came up with Michael Jackson and Prince. The, and Prince won, and I was following Prince a little more closely than Michael Jackson. So you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my era too, man. I mean, I was. I was just talking about with my wife the other night about um, uh, Prince. And uh, matter of fact, when Prince passed away. I wrote a blog article uh, on his uh, on his passing, though. So yeah, yeah, I I, I can dig where you're coming from there. Yeah, with yeah, sort yeah. of R and B tip. You know, you were right on the uh, you right on the edge of that new jack. Era, yeah, 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 a yes. little bit there. Yeah, yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Armor bear. I know. I know. We. I know we're gonna get some tweets on this one, man. I know. I know the tweets are coming. Man. You're gonna get the tweets on that armor bear tip. That's what you're gonna get the tweets on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Armor bear. Goodness hey, look, gracious. look, all, all all that tells you is man that God is good. I'm telling you, I've been I've God been is good. I, I, yes. He, he is, is faithful, good. man. Rescued me from all of that craziness. Well, here's here's what's gonna I know I'm gonna get some tweets on this one. <clears throat> Cause I'm already not black anyway. Right, right, right. So I'm already not black, you know, politically uh right uh, from a political ideology, you know, people say I'm not black anyway. But my favorite band is Toto. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, I could, I should, I should look, look, look. I could, I could have pulled out my journey card, right? I could have said journey, right? I could have, I could have helped have, you man. out, or, or, or I could, I could have went Def Leppard and helped you nah, out, right? Nah, man. <laughs> man, I have been a Toto fan since I don't know when. Wow. But here's wow. a tip. Here's some here's some inside info on Toto. People don't realize that Toto was you speak you brought up Michael Jackson a second ago. Mm-hmm. Toto was instrumental, literally, in uh helping to produce the thriller album. Wow. They wrote the song Human Nature. Wow. 
Wow. Leave it to you to have some insider info. Insider info, man. Listen. Right. Right. Like I said, man, we just want the listeners to know that we're just a couple real dudes. Right. Okay. (laughs) But I used to have a habit. Speaking of that, though, Verge, inside info, I used to have a habit. I've always been into music Mm. in some way or another. My mother. You got got a little vocal skill. You kind of let you kind of let the listeners know. They they listen a little back. They might hear a little something. something. I'm not. I'm not boasting or anything like that, but everybody in my family could sing. Wow. My father could sing. My mother could sing. My sister Mm -hmm. could sing. My brother, as well as myself. Mm -hmm. But I've always been into music. I mean, we grew up with gospel music all around us. My mother today, she can still sing. My father's passed away. My brother has passed away. Um, But where my mother and sister go to church, they're in the choir today. So they still sing all the time. So I've always had some musical influence around me. but uh, but yeah, growing up and going to uh, middle school, high school, I went to a predominantly white uh, middle school uh, for the first couple of years of high school, went to a predominantly white high school. So I listened to a lot of rock mm-hmm. and pop music as well as R&B at, the, at, at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I come home to the R&B, then go to school to listen yeah. to the rock and the pop. I get you, yeah. Uh, but what I, I had a habit of doing is whenever I would buy an album or a CD, I loved looking at the liner notes to look at the technical aspects of the album. Like who was the engineer, what studio that they recorded at, um, you know, what dates did they record it? Uh, you know, who sang background, who played what instruments and things of that nature. Um, uh, but from a genre standpoint, not necessarily a genre, but a style of music, I really like really sad love songs. Wow. I like the sad love songs because they tell such great human stories. And maybe that just kind of feeds to the counselor in me. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you look at uh, uh, breakup songs, man, there's a lot of theology in these, in these breakup songs. (laughs) Look at you, man. (laughs) Because it's all, it's always about every breakup song is about some sin. Right. That somebody committed Mm -hmm. something wrong that they did. You know, uh, so sad love songs tell us a lot about our nature, mm-hmm. our sinful nature as, as human beings. So, yeah. So. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I'm not. Hey, I ain't scared to say I'm a Toto fan. Wow. He went with I'm, I'm Toto. The biggest Toto fans around. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, man. So uh, let me throw another question at you. Do you have a favorite Bible verse? A favorite Bible verse? Uh I, like we used to say back in the nineties, you got a life verse. Nah, I don't, I don't, I never did really. I never really did life verses. I'm not a big fan of life verses. I'm a big, I mean, I love apologetics. And so I, I, I cut my teeth on first Peter three fifteen and 16, yep. you know, to honor Christ, the Lord is holy and always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for the hope that you have in Christ. And then do that with gentleness and respect. And so I'm always, I'm always thinking about that because, because of the nature of, of the street ministry and evangelism that I do, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm always kind of being prepared, but, but I, I've got a, you know, kind of a Rolodex of, of more evangelistic and gospel centered verses of scripture that are, yeah. that are kind of on the top of my head. I, I would, I would venture to say that, uh, man, I, I, I would love to do a much better job. I know so many, I, there's some people that, in fact, there's some dear brothers, uh, that I know who are, uh, who, who teach you, you mentioned earlier, uh, biblical counseling. I had some dear brothers, uh, some friends of mine 
Dr. Dale Johnson, uh, Dr. John Babbler, uh, who I in I envy their recall of scripture. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah. the, these men, you know, have have you know thousand verse recall uh, yeah. of of scripture and 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 use it, you know, at the drop of a hat. I mean, they 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 just ooze verses. And and I'm just man, I'm so I'm so envious of that skill set and and would love to do that. So I, I don't I don't th- to be direct about your question, I don't really have a a a verse. I, I, I definitely don't have a life verse. Um, but you know, if, if the first thing that usually pops to my head is that one, because probably when, when I, when I first got involved in apologetics, first, first verse of scripture that I memorized and learned, uh, and that was the first thing that sparked me to go out and, and, uh, and, and do more with regard to both apologetics and evangelism. What, what about you yeah. on that one, man? Yeah, I've actually got a verse, uh, that has really, uh, helped sustain me. Mm. Uh, throughout the years, and that's going to be Ecclesiastes seven fourteen. Mm. Uh, Ecclesiastes seven fourteen. In the day of prosperity, be happy, but in the day of adversity, consider that God has made the one as well as the other. Mm. Um, you know that um, that verse has really helped. Uh, you know my sanctification in accepting, kind of like as Job told his wife. Uh, when she, you know, encouraged him to curse God and die. Mm -hmm. And he uh, responded rhetorically, you know, are we not, are we to accept only good from God and not adversity? Mm -hmm. This is a man who lost everything. Um, You know, so uh, Ecclesiastes 714 has really just helped keep, help me maintain a balanced perspective on, on life it, it reinforces to me that God is sovereign over every single thing <clears throat> that occurs in our life. Even those things that we would maybe identify as quote unquote bad yeah. uh, things. When you look at uh, God being sovereign and active in the life of every believer, there is no such thing as a bad thing mm-hmm. happening because everything is for our sanctification. Yeah. Everything yeah. is Romans eight twenty eight. Yeah, okay. uh, all it's things cool. work together yeah. for good. So, so yeah, Ecclesiastes seven fourteen would be mine. That's good, man. That's good. I, 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 I guess I could, I could share this. We'll see what kind of backlash I get. I actually have, and this is, this is a, this is in, insider info, man. I, and I, I, we have never talked about this. So, man, this is something that you don't even, I don't even think you know, or, or would be posted anywhere. I actually have a, a pretty large tattoo, man, with with on on my on my back shoulder blade to shoulder blade uh with the with the verse of scripture proverbs 3 5 and 6 yeah. uh, at at the very top of it uh, uh which is trust in the lord with all your heart lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path and mm-hmm. shoulder blade to shoulder blade are are kind of angels wings uh wow. that that kind of kind of drop in the back the verse of scriptures at the top between the between the wings is a is a cross that that goes down to about the center of my back so it's pretty big now something tells me uh yeah i didn't know that about you and yeah. uh, but something tells me did you get that tattoo soon after you were saved is it did- is this one of those is this was this one of those I'm on fire for the Lord <laughs> moment right after you get saved and you just want to do a Forrest Gump and just walk the entire country telling everybody about Jesus? And you got <laughs> you got a tattoo on your back in one of those moments of, of heightened emotional fervor. 
for the Lord. You know what? It wasn't it wasn't (laughs) that moment, no. But but it 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 was not far off from something like that. No, it was definitely it was definitely a I'm no turning back. I'm going forward and no cut. You know that kind of a thing. You know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We're gonna put this on my back. Like the 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 bad part. Listen, if anybody's into tattoos, the worst thing about getting a tattoo on your back is you never see it. Never see it. You never see it. Never my, see now it. My, my my wife gets to enjoy that, you know, but I never get to see it, and mm-hmm. so that that was all the more reason why I'm like, man, I need to get another one. You know, oh but, man! Right, right, right. You, you so gonna that, get this? You're going to get this one shoulder blade to shoulder blade on the front right. this time? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> so I'm thinking, what do I want to do? And, and so then, you know, then I'm like, okay, should I get something in Hebrew? Should I get, and then I'm looking at myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm not getting any younger. This skin is not going to stay, you know, tight for long. I better get, leave yeah, that alone. And, and for that reason, you should just get Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it simple, verse. Keep it simple, man. Keep it simple. Oh boy. Okay, man. Whose turn I, is it with the question? It's my turn, man. I got, <laughs> I got, I got a, I got a couple of them coming. Let me, let me ask you this, man, because I'm, I'm, I'm definitely curious. I, I want to ask this and, and another you because you hit me with, with two. So let me hit you with this one, man. When you're not doing theology, what do you like to do uh, in your spare time? What spare time? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what do I like to do with my you spare time? Do you have any time? hobbies or anything? Yeah, like to I do, do have. Man? I have a couple hobbies, man. I'm really, uh, I'm a fan of classic black and white movies. I, I actually like to consider myself somewhat of a amateur mo- movie historian. Really? Um, I yeah, I have, uh, I have enjoyed movies my entire uh, life, even going back to childhood. But I especially have uh, an appreciation for black and white films from the 1920s up to the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, I enjoy watching classic films. Um, you know, I like working out, you know, getting some exercise in mm-hmm. when I can. Um, I, yeah, I like reading. Uh, I like writing. Um, um, I like history. I mean, anything, uh, dealing with, especially the era, the era from the civil war up through the civil rights movement. So we're talking the 1860s through the 1960s. It's mm-hmm. the era right there. Uh, Matter of fact, recently, uh, my wife and I, we went and visited uh, two Civil War sites here in Georgia. We went to uh, visit a Confederate cemetery up in a small town in North Georgia called Resaca, where wow. the Battle of Resaca occurred. It was the first battle uh, of the uh, Georgia campaign where Sherman entered Georgia from Tennessee. So that was the first battle that we went and, re- and visited a a, a Confederate uh, cemetery. And then the following weekends, just a couple weekends ago, we went and visited Andersonville prison, mm. uh, uh, which is where it was a, uh, a Confederate prison where union soldiers were held prisoner and over 13,000 uh, prisoners died there. Wow. Uh, the uh, overseer of the prison camp was eventually tried and hanged uh, in Washington, DC. But wow. uh, yeah, so I have a, I have a great uh, appreciation for the civil war. I've studied it. Uh, quite extensively, mm-hmm. uh, the civil rights movement. Uh, matter of fact, I probably have in my library, Verge, I have more books on slavery than any other topic outside of theology. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and I, I think it's, uh, I'm, 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 I may get in trouble for this, but I'm going to say it anyway, because it's my podcast. <clears throat> <laughs> 
But I think uh, I think, you know, I've alluded to the fact that I'm, I'm politically, socially conservative. But I mm-hmm. think there's a I think there's a there's a, an assumption out there, especially for black Americans who identify as politically and socially conservative, that we don't know our history. We don't know black right. history very well. Right. Uh, the, the, but what I found is that, yeah, we, we know black history as well as the, you know, black person who's not conservative. We we just don't boast about it. I don't boast about that. I mean, I, 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 you know, I've, I've read up on, like I said, uh, I even go back pre, uh, 1800s all the mm-hmm. way back, you know, uh, uh, the 16, uh, 19, mm-hmm. uh, you know, first Africans landing in Jamestown, Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, and on up from there. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I have, I've been a history buff all my life. Uh, and uh so yeah so i i've i've I've, uh, I've got that as a hobby wow. uh movies writing um uh, reading uh i'm reading uh i've lately become a huge fan of uh the puritan thomas watson you were sa- you uh, said that a couple episodes ago and what yeah. it well the beauty of that is what it did for me is caused me i was a, familiar with with a little bit of his writing but that not not to the extent uh that that you were. And I thought, you know what, I probably need to dust that one off. I, again, I'm being in seminary. I've got a stack of books. I'm, I'm oh, walking through and reading, but, yeah. uh, but you've caused me to, to say, okay, I need to dust that off and go revisit some of his work. So. Yeah. Probably in the past two weeks alone, I've read three of Watson's books. Hmm. Uh, and I commend them to our listeners today. Go out and check out the great gain of godliness. Oh my gosh, man. The great gain of godliness by Thomas Watson, all things for good by Thomas Watson. Mm-hmm. And I just finished the art of divine contentment, uh, by Watson. So, uh, I, I love reading the Puritans. Uh, uh, I don't care what, what folks are saying about them lately, you know, about some right. of them on slaves and everything. Right. Yes, that's true. Right. Uh, but you know, we're, we're all sinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but it, it doesn't take away from the theological richness that by God's grace, we can avail ourselves of, yeah. Uh, some 500 years later after yeah. these men uh, passed away. So what about you, man? You got hobbies? I, I, you know what? I need other, some more. Other than tattoos? Yeah, I need... <laughs> <laughs> I need... I need a few more hobbies like you, man. It's just one of those things of carving out time. If if I'm not in the books, uh, I'm on a street uh, corner doing some doing some street evangelism. Uh, try to carve out time with, with, with my family. Uh, if there is a hobby like you, it's it's kind of movie watching. I'm kind of weird though, man. I I actually uh, uh, I used to sell. Uh, I was a pharmaceutical salesman, uh, and I used to uh, go in and do um, connect with uh, the, with students uh, who were training to be physicians. And I got got an affinity for two things. One was uh, Indian food, so I love. I'm a foodie, and my okay. favorite food is Indian food. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, and and the second thing I grew an affinity for is Bollywood movies. Oh, okay. The and Indian so, films. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. bro. I love the low, the low budget Indian films. Love, love watching love, love watching low wow. budget Indian films. So that's that's my that's that's my pastime. I love watching them and uh you know, just kind of escape for like three hours and just enjoy. Yeah, you know, you mentioned food, man. Uh I, I, I like to cook. Uh, I'm a really good cook, actually, not not bragging or anything. I just can't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> nice. So you know, I like chilling out, watching uh shows on the Food Network, like mm-hmm. Chop, Iron Chef America. 
uh, you know, shows like that. And man, I, I was just reminded of something, man, when you were talking about, I was asking you about your favorite band and you went back to the nineties. Uh, I used to be a DJ. I used to DJ house parties uh, wow. back in the day. Yeah. I used to DJ house parties, man. I had to, I had the two, two, uh, I had two techniques, belt drive turntables. I prefer belt drive turntables over direct drive turntables. So I had two belt drive turntables. I had my mixer. I had an Akai mixer. I had an Akai reel to reel tape deck and, uh, reel to reel tape, reel to reel. Like now, that, now, they, now they still use reel to reel in, 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 uh, news rooms and stuff like that. Yeah. But the thing about reel to reel verge is that it was, it was an eight track studio quality reel to reel deck. So you could put on your reel and I would do, um, uh, a mix uh, of music for like two, two to four hours. Then you turn the reels over and then you can record on that side. So when I would DJ a house party, I could do an eight hour party, flick the reel on, let it play. And I would, I could leave, go home. <laughs> I was that smooth. <laughs> I was that smooth. So where did DJ go? Oh, he at the house. He at the oh house. yeah. I'm at the, I'm at the crib. <laughs> so <clears throat> the reel is playing. There were no breaks in the music right. or nothing. like that. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, uh, an MC. So, you know, when I, when I DJ right. house parties, I didn't talk over the mic. Right. All right. I did, I just kept the music going. That's funny, uh, man. But yeah, you, you would, nobody would know that about, but they wouldn't even conceive that no. I had that in my background. You're too, you too, you're, you're too polished. You're too concerned. I mean, you just kind of, you get, it's all put together. So nobody would think that. Right. Nobody would think that, but see, yeah. that's what's just so cool. I think hopefully what, what listeners find cool about this episode is that they can say, man, okay, I know I've seen the guy's face because he's on Twitter, he's on Facebook. Right, right. But man, I would have never thought that about Verge. I would have never thought that about right. Daryl's. But yeah, right. yeah, I mean, listen, we may, and, and I tell people this sometimes, listen, I can quote Calvin, I can quote Watson, I can quote Edwards. Right. Uh, I said, but that's not my story. That's not my full story. Mm. Uh, you know, my full story is, and I'm sure, Verge, you got some some stories to tell as well. Mm. Um, you know, I had a hard life growing up. Yeah. We grew up very poor. I had a hard life growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's like I tell folks, I said, don't let the eyeglasses fool you. Right. You know, that, <laughs> that's, that's only part of who I am. You know, you don't know my whole story. So. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. Did you, uh, was, did yeah, you, have you, answer, you, had, yeah, you, you answered a couple of them, man. You hit, you hit okay, them with, right, you cool. hit them with the books and, uh, as well as kind of what you do in your free time and, and, and that whole piece as well. So what you got? How we looking man? on time, man? How we looking on time? We're doing good, man. We, we got, okay. we got, we got about five minutes, man. So okay, we're doing cool. all right. We, we, we probably our, need to kind of wrap, wrap it up here in a little bit. want to keep our folks on Irvin family talk in mind. want to make sure we got those, uh, those are great listeners in mind here. Mm-hmm. Hi, Virgil. Uh, what has been the biggest personal challenge you've had to overcome in your life? Oh, wow. Biggest personal challenge um, that I've had to overcome. Probably for me, um, biggest, man, biggest personal challenge. Um, just come, probably, probably my, kind of like you allude, something you alluded to. I didn't come from a wealthy family. Uh, I didn't come from uh, 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 an educated family. My dad uh, was was not an educated man, uh, and, and I'll, I'll briefly share this because I know we're at, we're coming strong on time. Uh, my dad had all of a sixth grade education, 
Uh, He did he did not read uh, well at all. In fact, I actually taught my dad how to read as we were growing up. Uh, He worked three jobs. So what he did teach me was incredible work ethic. And um, and so I was always kind of embarrassed by kind of my background and and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, But my dad always kind of told me, you know, never, never be embarrassed about where you come from. Uh, Always take great pride in the fact that you while you may not be the smartest uh, guy in the room, that you can always outwork. Uh, you know, anybody in the room, yep. if you just put your mind to it. And so just, yep. just knowing that, you know, I didn't have the best background, the best pedigree, nobody in my family had a, had an education, but uh, I was able through hard work and determination and just a faith in God uh, to, to just see God just do some tremendous things with my life and, and Lord willing, he'll continue to, to continue to use me in a, in a powerful, powerful way. So, man, that is an awesome story. That's an awesome story, man. And uh yes, I know we're coming up on time, man. I think this might be a good spot to leave it. And, um, you know, again, I just want to uh, just give a big thank and thanks and shout out to our listeners. Uh, this is episode 35 and, and and we only got here because you, you guys continue oh, to support us. Absolutely. Uh, so we appreciate you. We love you. We're praying for all of you. And we ask that you would keep, uh, keep us in your prayers. Mm-hmm. Keep the podcast in your prayers, and uh, hopefully you found this episode a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, you know, we I had to fun doing it with you, man. It's always, always. I look forward to Monday nights. It's always fun to to kick it with you, and uh, the fact that we've gotten this far, and Lord willing, we got much more to do. But uh, man, it's always a blessing to to connect with you. And to, like I said, just to this this one's more personal for me, just getting to know you a little bit, and and yeah. for the listeners to get to listen in as we kind of share a little bit with one another. So that's a blessing. Well, before we go, Verge, I just want to encourage everybody to go out there, download some Toto. It'll change your life. <laughs> I'm going to have to dial up some Toto, man. I have to dial up some dial up some Toto and see what's going on, man. <laughs> All right, Verge, happy 4th of July. Uh, enjoy yourself. Be safe out there, man. And we'll, uh, we'll do this again next week, Lord willing. Take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Just Thinking, a podcast brought to you by the Bar Podcast Network. You can find all of Just Thinking episodes at www.thebarpodcast.com. Tune in next week to another edition of Just Thinking. And remember, let's think.